This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone. With the 49ers Web Zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al and Brian. And let's be perfectly honest, and and let's get into it. Kyle Shanahan has every reason to have tons of faith in Brock Purdy because Brock Purdy is, at 23 years old, coming off of a UCL tear that was repaired in the offseason. Brock Purdy is putting together an MVP season. And if you don't think that Brock Purdy is putting together an MVP season, you need to go argue with a wall because here are the facts. And let's just lay them out. Because I know that you've got you've got some you've got some things to say to those that continue to uh, kind of throw shade or or poo poo what this kid is doing, but uh, here is the MVP case. Again, you go into Philadelphia against Jalen Hurts, who at that point was the presumed MVP front runner. Brock Purdy had 148.8 rating against Philadelphia on Sunday. Jalen Hurts has never had a rating that high in his career, and that was uh, care of uh, John Chapman, friend of the show, uh, 49ers Rush podcast. Not only that, but Brock Purdy, through 12 games, has the highest yards per attempt with a minimum of 300 attempts in NFL history. Brock Purdy currently, after week 13, is averaging 9.59 yards per attempt, which is a full yard more than number two. That is the best in NFL history through through 12 games. Number two, 2011 Aaron Rodgers, 9.42 yards. Number three, 2004 Peyton Manning, 9.41 yards. Number four, 1988 Boomer Esiason, 9.37 yards per attempt. Number five, 1984, Dan Marino, 9.31 yards per attempt. Al, do you know what those four uh, performances have in common? MVP. They all won the MVP that season. MVP. All of them. All of them. Kyle Posey posted this on Twitter earlier today, and I loved it. If your argument against Brock Purdy and, and, and the MVP debate is that Purdy pads his stats with yards after the catch. What you need to understand is that this season in 2023, 48.5% of Purdy's passing yards have come after the catch. If you look at the average yak for the last 10 MVP quarterbacks, it's 48%. It's exactly where Brock Purdy is. In fact, Mahomes, who won the MVP last year, 54% of his yards came from after the catch. So again, that's from Kyle Posey of Niners Nation. If your argument is that Purdy is just throwing short passes and and the playmakers are doing everything else, goes out the window. That is not Mm -hmm. true at all. Purdy currently leads the NFL 
in the following quarterback metrics. Passer rating, 116.1. Number two is Dak at 108.3. Yards per attempt, which we just talked about, 9.6. Number two is Tua at 8.6. Yards per pass completion, 13.7. Number two is Stroud at 13.4. The top four are Purdy, Stroud, Tua, and Stafford. What do all those guys have in common? They run some version of the Shanahan system. That's pretty awesome. Adjusted yards per attempt, which is a metric that measures the average yardage of a QB's passing attempts while also accounting for touchdowns and interceptions. So it places weight, positive and negative, on, on those plays. So average yards or adjusted yards per attempt is, is, is kind of a more impactful metric than yards per attempt, which we just said he leads at 9.6. He's at 10.17. Number two is CJ Stroud at 8.89. Net yards per attempt, he leads at 8.6. Number two is two at 8.03. Adjusted net yards per attempt, which is the same thing as uh, air yards per attempt, except for it also takes into account sacks. He leads at 9.14. Number two is two at 8.11. His completion percentage, he leads the NFL at 70.2. Number two are Dak and Tua. They're tied at 70.1. So again, not a commanding lead, but still leading. Uh, touchdown percentage, he's at 6.9. Dak is number two at 6.3. And QBR, Dak and Purdy are both tied at one at 75.6. Stop with this nonsense that Brock Purdy is not and should not be a legitimate MVP candidate because that has nothing to do with reality. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. No, when you, I saw today that the MVP odds are now Purdy, Prescott, and Hertz are all plus 350. Like they're the leaders. And if you just covered up his name and you read what you read to anybody who's rational, be like, hell yeah, that guy's in the, in the MVP conversation. And I got pissed off last night because I think most people who understand what they're looking at respect Purdy and are giving him credit. You know, you're Kurt Warner's yeah. of the world, the guys who played the game, the guys who know what they're doing. But I saw a tweet and I, I don't know what he meant by it. I don't know a lot about him. Maybe I'm reading it wrong, but it was that Ben Solak guy who's one of those ringer mm-hmm. guys who seem like they, you know, that sort of there's that group of people coming up who kind of feel like they think they're the smartest guy in the room, even though they never probably played football ever or certainly not in the NFL. But he said after the game, oh, uh, let the there's going to be Brock Purdy discourse for MVP or it just came across really smart. Be prepared, yeah. Be prepared, something like that. And I'm just yeah. thinking to myself, all right, Brock Purdy yesterday. He is 23 years old, second-year quarterback who just had a disaster of a first quarter on the road, started 0 for 4 with zero yards after one quarter. On the other side of the ball, Philly's going up and down the field. The Niners' defense, though, like you mentioned, to their credit, they kept them at 6-0. They, they kept them in the game. But still, you're on the road. It's a huge game. Everything is going wrong. And I know he's got a great team around him. I know he has great players around him. So, so, so did, so did Joe Montana. So did Peyton Manning. So, so did Tom Brady. These guys have great players around them. But for any QB in that situation, 
any quarterback, especially a young one, to be unfazed, to not get rattled, to bounce back like nothing happened, some guys have it. Most don't, Brian. Most guys don't have that in them. We see it week in and week out, game in and game out. He does. He does. He responds after that first quarter. He goes 19 for 23 with 314 yards and four touchdowns, scoring 30-plus points for the 13th time in 18 games. Yeah. I mean, what else do you want? So now, and I apologize if you already mentioned the stat because you get you gave a bunch of really good ones. He has three plus TDs and 140 rating in four games this season. Brady and Rodgers are the only two QBs to do so in a season, and he's only uh, the the only QB with five such games in his first two seasons. War, Kurt Warner has three. He has in the top eight passer rating games this year. Purdy's got four of them. <laughs> you got four of them. It's insane. And to think that there are a large number of people who who don't want to recognize that. And I think some just have a take and they just want to stick with it for attention. This is what I said two months ago. So I'm going to keep saying it. I was I said he wasn't it when he had that rough stretch. So I'm just going to keep saying it. But I yeah. think there is there, there's that group of people. And this really pisses me off just in terms of how we look at football now. Some of these guys who have big voices, you know, on the ringer or whatever else, guys like Steven Ruiz, who, who ranks mm -hmm. Brock Purdy the 20th best quarterback. Why? How, how, how do you even rationalize that? Because he has good players around him? Because you watched a film and you were like, oh, you know, he, he could have thrown that ball a little harder. Like, I don't understand what they're even looking at. Yeah. So the tweet from Solak pissed me off. Because for me, it was like, all right, even if you don't think he's MVP for whatever nerd metrics you look at, even if you don't think that, how do you not, how do you not look at that game and be like, wow, credit to that dude. This isn't a 33 year old veteran. He is 23 years old. He's a second year quarterback. Second year quarterbacks don't do this. They don't do it. What's happening is an amazing story. He leads, he leads the league in QBR. He leads the league in yards per attempt, rating, completions. He has 23 touchdown passes. He's on pace for 4,500 yards. He only has six interceptions. How the hell is that not in the MVP conversation? Why is that weird? Why are you ready for that discourse? Those are MVP numbers. Just give him credit where credit is deserved. He wasn't supposed to happen. This guy was not right. supposed to happen. This is one of the best QB stories in the history of the game. Why not just say, wow, man, this guy deserves so much credit for what he's doing instead of being snarky and being like, oh, well, he's not the MVP. He's he's not Justin Herbert. I mean, the, the nerds <laughs> love Justin Herbert. They do Justin Herbert is hypothetically the best quarterback of all time. That Stephen right. Ruiz guy ranks him third. Why? Mm -hmm. What has Justin Herbert done to be ranked the third best quarterback in the NFL? Because he looks good doing it? Because he looks good overthrowing people? Because he looks good throwing into double coverage. And I'm not saying, look, Herbert's really good. I'm not saying he's not. But yeah. he he has had a very mediocre sort of results in his career. And I've watched him play a ton of games this year. And he, he, he doesn't always play super well. He's had some amazing games and some games where he's, where he's stunk. But he can yeah. do no wrong in some people's eyes because he's physically talented. I don't care how physically talented you are. I care about results on the field. Like this past week, if you watched any of Herbert play, he struggled in the rain against the two and nine Patriots team. So the people will be like, oh, well, it was in the rain. Okay. Like when Brock Purdy struggled in the rain against one of the best D's in the league at home in Cleveland, Cleveland's D at home is outstanding. 
But Purdy is 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 suspect for some reason for doing that. And they'll say, but Al, did you see Quentin Johnson drop that pass? Yeah, did you see Brandon Ayuk, who's phenomenal? I love Brandon Ayuk, drop his passes in Cleveland? <laughs> because it happens in the rain. People drop yeah. passes. Quarterbacks have to address. It happens. And then they say, well, Al, what if Justin Herbert was in Kyle Shanahan's offense? Oh, I don't know. Would he lead the league in QB rating, in yards per attempt, in completion <laughs> percentage? Would, would the 49ers score 30 points every week? I guess my point, Brian, like they're both really good quarterbacks, right? Yeah. But every excuse yeah. in the book is made for Herbert because he looks good physically, while Purdy literally has to fucking levitate, spin around, <laughs> and throw a 40 yard bomb off his back foot to get any credit from these people whatsoever. Whatsoever. What about yeah. throwing with anticipation? What about moxie? What about intangibles? Yeah. What about leadership? What about being calm and overcoming adversities? When when you play quarterback, you are you have about two and a half seconds to decide what you're going to do while four or five 300 pound men come and try to kill you. That is quarterback in the NFL. You don't sit there at your computer and have five minutes to look at a route in an all 22 when you never played in the NFL, you never saw that speed saying, Oh, well, right. you know, after I've been looking at this for three minutes, if he just turns his head to the left, you'll see that this guy's running a drag on terrible decision. I'm going to knock him for that. He had two and a half seconds to figure out what he was going to do. You did not play the position at this level. Like, give me a break. Results matter. And I'm just tired of reading the shit from these people who I will literally see Kurt Warner post something. Kurt Warner, who's a Hall of Fame quarterback who played, yeah. he played in the NFL at a very, very high level. And people are arguing with him because why? Because <laughs> you're sitting at your computer at home and looking at something. You have no fucking idea what you're talking about. And some of these people get paid good money and have a voice. And I guess we have a voice too, and we're using mm -hmm. it right now because it's bullshit. Enough. The guy's yeah. been fantastic. It's a great story. I'm so sick of the nitpicking. I'm so sick of the, oh, well, we got to watch the film and uh, compare him to Justin Herbert and all this other stuff. Like, give me a break. Yeah, he's not as physically gifted as Justin Herbert. Joe Montana was not as physically gifted as Dan Marino arm-wise. He was not as physically gifted as a Randall Cunningham. You know what I mean? Like, but he yeah. was perfect for the system he ran in. He had moxie, he had intangibles, he was clutch, he had all those things. Made him more, arguably the greatest quarterback of all time. So I'm just tired of it. It pissed me off. That's my little rant for today. Yeah.